this podcast is made possible by all our backers on Patreon. If you want to support It's Super Effective, you can head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective. By becoming a Patreon, you not only support the show, but you get a lot of cool rewards like stickers or our exclusive access to our Slack channel where you can chat and trade and battle with other trainers that also listen to It's Super Effective. If you enjoy what you're listening to and you want to keep enjoying what you're listening to, head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective and support the show. If not, no big deal. These episodes will always be free, but we would appreciate any support if you can. Thanks and enjoy the episode. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 193rd episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is SBJ, and with me today, I am Will. Ugh, I'm on the grind, the podcast grind, man. You're wearing me down. No, I try. Try to wear you right down. Uh, And to wear wear you down with me, I have Logan. Hey. (laughs) I'm on the B team of two teams. <laughs> two B teams in a row. Uh, so a couple of things before we start. We are recording with some new audio software, so I do not know if uh, it will sound better or it sounds worse. It sounds good right now in my ears, but sometimes post uh, doesn't always pan out. Secondly, uh, we are... That was my first, yep. We're recording on new software. Secondly, uh, we just both... All three of us got done recording... Uh, the other podcast I do, which is the Tuesday Night Podcast, it's a podcast about board games. And we just finished episode 10, which features both Will and Logan. Yeah. So if you were... Talking about board games and no <laughs> Pokemons. No Pokemon. Maybe a couple of references. Yeah. But if you were hesitant or you haven't checked out uh, that podcast, maybe you're not a board gamer or whatnot, uh, I will probably put that episode in the It's Super Effective RSS feed, just because it does feature uh, myself, Will, and Logan, and just think of it as a really off-topic episode of It's Super Effective, if you want to think (laughs) of it that way. Uh, But I think it's a really good episode, um, and board gaming is a good good hobby. It's Mm -hmm. kind of dumb. A little expensive. It's all right. (laughs) It has ups and downs, guys. Uh, I mean, Logan, you have you have to have friends. So yeah, you have to have no real life people. That's probably the biggest problem. Um, Logan, you haven't been on in a while. Maybe six or seven episodes. Yeah, but you're back. Well, uh, yeah, I'm back. Back and better than ever. That's right. Uh, yeah, I'm I mega evolved in between <laughs> episodes. Uh, let's. <laughs> we don't have a lot of news to talk about. We are recording this on a Thursday night, which is um going to try to hopefully be my new recording schedule uh, normally we do sunday mornings uh but sundays are kind of unpredictable because you know people might be out of town or they stayed up too late on saturday uh since i record my other podcast on thursday nights i'm gonna try to squeeze this one in afterwards especially since i'm already in the podcast groove when i finish <laughs> recording 
uh, the Tuesday night podcast. So trying to trying to do this Thursday night thing. That is when we are recording. This will still come out Sunday night, Monday morning ish. As as always, it seems that's when you guys like to get it because uh, you're about to start your work week. Our show today for you guys, uh, light, light news. Uh, then we are bringing back item of the week uh, for this episode. And then we have our Pokemon of the week. And we'll probably get off topic. Speaking of getting off topic, let's start off with some healthy living. <laughs> I'll start with healthy living. Logan, I hear you're on the Soylent. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually, like, my initial impression of Soylent was no thanks. But it's actually great. Now, was it it's super effective that sold you on the Soylent? I had been considering it for a while, but yeah, you you guys definitely put me over the edge. All right, yeah. let's 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 hear the Logan review of Soylent. <laughs> um, well, I actually find the taste totally pleasant. It it tastes like eating Cheerios, and like not so much the milk after Cheerios. Although I guess you could equate it to that, but to me, it feels like the experience of eating Cheerios. But it's um without the crunch. <clears throat> yeah, without the crunch. But the nope. taste is all it's, it's just exactly that. Um, but I I love that taste. Um, so I it's not it's not even like an I don't mind the taste. I actually enjoy the taste of Soylent. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason why I was pushed over the edge to get it was because I was I was eating I was eating out for breakfast like every day because there's there's some McDonald's on the way to work and. Uh... And I would be getting a bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddle like every morning. And oh, don't get me wrong, no, like, I gotta get the sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddle. Don't be <laughs> foolish. Yeah, I know, and that, and you're right. That is the best one, but it is it has a lot more calories than the bacon, egg, and cheese one. So I was like, <laughs> I could, I could do Dude, a bacon if one. And, if you're going for the McGriddle. I you've know. always already thrown calories out the I window. Know. So I know, I know, no whole and, hog. But I was, I mean, I was still counting calories, and I do count calories and uh and i made it work in my diet but it was uh it was a stretch i was <laughs> so so it, is, uh, it is didn't the, make any sense is the soylent your your breakfast now yes absolutely okay. um well and and i only got 12 uh but i i use it for a quick breakfast whenever i can i'm thinking about upping my number from 12 um but i want to keep a little bit of variety in my breakfast so i want to have you know oatmeal every now and then or something else you know, sometimes free. Uh, so I start the day off planning for the Soylent. Mm-hmm. Um, but like this morning, I went to the dentist. And uh, it's like a dental tradition for me to get McDonald's <laughs> afterwards. It's a good tradition. I get it. I get it. You know, your teeth hurt. You're hungry. You just had somebody <laughs> stick a pointy thing on your gums. <laughs> so left the dentist takes me a half hour to get to work i'm allowed to eat a half hour after the dentist i pick up the mcdonald's i sit at my desk i eat the mcdonald's i love my life except uh nice. my mcdonald's breakfast this morning was not not that good the the, the, what the did bagel you order? Uh, i always order the bacon egg and cheese bagel do not mm-hmm. ever do not I ever love. order a bagel from mcdonald's i love bread will and i get a lot of bread okay. in bagel form i realize that do you have an einstein's no, no that Einstein's in the better. area. And oh. I, it, do you it, have it, a what is the other place? I hate them so much. No, 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 no. They're specifically bagels. A um, uh, big apple. Brugers. Brugers. Oh, <laughs> let me put a pox upon the founders of that particular establishment. But <laughs> Why do you still, hate Brugers so much? Uh, listen, I love. I have literally 
never had a good experience in multiple locations at Brugger's mm-hmm. where, you know, I walk in and literally have to wait five minutes, even though I'm the only person in the restaurant for somebody to come out of the back room to say, Hey, do you want to actually order food from us <laughs> to people like slicing their hand open while trying to make a oh. salad for me? Oh. Uh, no. Yes. But still better than a McDonald's bagel. I love yeah. all and any bagels, but they, <laughs> If I'm ordering something for breakfast at McDonald's, it's going to be the egg, bacon, and cheese bagel because I prefer the bagel over the biscuit and over the McGriddle. Well, why mm-hmm. wouldn't you get uh, McGriddle? No, McGriddle is the perfect No, because it has the... Yeah, se- I don't want the, the I don't want the messiness. There is no messiness. No mess. part it contributes to its perfectness. <laughs> yeah. The syrup, I feel like it's, I like had, a, it's a pancake with syrup and you never have to... I don't like... Uh, pan- pancakes are blot. No... No, no one likes a pancake. I like a, a what and a pancake. I love a pancake. No, pancakes, pancakes are, are so blah. Ugh. Oh, French toast, so wrong. Bagels, very wrong. Even wait, waffles what? are so wait, all you're coming, out, you're coming out for bagels <laughs> and saying <laughs> that pancakes are blah. <laughs> bagels are better. Pancake okay. or French toast is better, and waffles are all better than pancakes. Is there a particular uh, bagel yes. that's your preferred bagel? Uh, I love an everything bagel. Heck yeah. Uh, I'm real uh, fond of an Asiago bagel. Yeah, brother. Those are both excellent bagels. I will pretty much eat any kind of bagel as long as it doesn't have nuts in it or like, I guess I'll eat a bagel with raisins. I'm not like, raisins are oh, good. No. Like raisin bread's okay. Um, no. But it's not Ooh. my preferred bagel. It's it. Every, I usually start with an everything, move on to an Asiago. I think, I think bagels big. should always be savory. I agree. Like the blueberry bagel is an abomination that should never mm. have graced this planet. Yeah. But I will yeah. tell you, the greatest of all bagels is the salt bagel. I don't think I've never had a salt bagel, but that oh, sounds good. I would kill a man for a salt bagel. That sounds amazing. Oh. Where can you get a good salt bagel? Georgetown Bagelry. All right. When I'm in Georgetown, you're taking twenty-seven me. River Road. It's uh, well, it's not in Georgetown. It's in Bethesda, but it's around the corner from my house. We'll go here. We have we have a place called uh, Sully's Steamers, and uh, they serve bagel sandwiches that they steam the bagel. That sounds amazing. I love a bagel. Bagels are so good. It's, but it's so I, good. I will, I will say, having lived my life in the places that I've lived, that there is no bagel on this planet like a New York bagel. There's just something about the water and the way that the bagels are made in New York that make them taste better than anywhere else you will ever have them. Hmm. I don't know if I've had. I was in New York. I don't know if I had a bagel. I might have. I'm pretty I definitely sure I did. had a. I had a bagel and it was really good. It was really, really did you good. have? Did you have a knish? I don't think I did. No. Now Steve's uh, got to have a knish. All right. Oh. <laughs> Next time Man, I'm in New you York. like bread. Knish You're gonna love a knish. Uh, I. I I love bread. Um, where was I going with this? Okay, so yeah, back to the Soylent. So I knew I was having McDonald's this morning. So I planned my dinner to be Soylent, which is fine because I'm going to be playing a lot of Destiny tonight because i got to get in my Iron Banner before uh, before I go to bed since I'm recording two podcasts. It's just easier to drink a Soylent as you're playing a video game than it is to try to eat a bowl of spaghetti while you're playing a video game. Yeah. Soylent has that great, like, I want to do something tonight, but I need to eat mentality. Yeah. And that's what I love. 
No, that I, that's exactly. I used my last bottle last night because I, you know, I, I'm moving into this new place, and I I just didn't want to spend a whole bunch of time stopping and eating. So in the car, I drank my last soil, and it was great. Yeah, Same yeah. all the time. Yeah, it's really good. Um, so Soylent, when you want to sponsor us, we are ready. <laughs> Got this down to a science. I mean, I'm going to be holding out for it until they do sponsor us. I'm not trying to soil it unless I'm getting a free sample. I think <laughs> the, I think the ROI for them at this point would be phenomenal because I mean they've already guaranteed one sell. Like that's that already happened. So that's right. Got ROI and they haven't even started. Um, I've gone and through. Did this all start with like Mike or did it start with Alex? The soilant. Like Mike in South Dakota was like so dedicated to Soylent that you finally said, "Hey, I'll try it too." I didn't. I didn't know that Mike was on the Soylent until I already had Soylent in my body. Oh, <laughs> oh I mean, I knew he was big on the Soylent. I like, was. I was Destiny together. I was unaware. Uh, my friend Alex uh, was big on Soylent, and I was read. I don't know how I got stuck on the Soylent subreddit, but I was reading it, and I was like, "All right, I'll just pull the trigger," because I think. Like a twelve pack is like twenty five bucks, something around there. That's um, reasonable. And I, I think I drank like eight of them, and Irene might have had the other four. And then I ordered thirty six more, and I'm on my last box, and I'm gonna order again before Christmas because they said they're gonna be there's gonna be a Christmas rush, so you gotta get your orders in earlier this year. But uh, I was very against putting anything in my soylent because I wanted to just make sure that I in enjoyed the current flavor and i liked it but tonight i think i'm gonna put a little cinnamon in because i heard if you put a little cinnamon in and shake it it's more of a better taste not that like that makes it sound like i don't like the taste like the taste is fine but i don't want to get sick it's like if you have a a, a regular plain bagel every morning sometimes you want to put butter on it sometimes you want to put peanut butter on it ah uh, sometimes you want to put peanut butter and jelly oh yeah see sometimes you want to put butter and then cinnamon on it See, as soon as you add steps, I'm I'm out. Like the the whole reason I picked it up is so that I can literally oh, just you pick can it up. Tinkle a little bit of cinnamon. Yeah, yeah, you can there. tinkle. On, that's not you can tinkle. Too much. It is. It's asking. It's asking too much. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna do anything to it, I might as well cook or make some oatmeal or something. I mean, like. See, but I'm sitting in my house tonight drinking it. Where if I'm going out, I'm not gonna have the cinnamon with me. I guess it is like just if you just like a salt shaker sprig of it. Yeah, uh, tinkle fine. A tinkle. <laughs> Just tinkle in there. <laughs> uh, let's um let's jump into some Pokemon news. Uh very well, like Pokemon show? Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, we talk about Pokemon. Um Oh, before before we talk this is this is Pokemon news. Uh as of this recording, we have four hundred and ninety six reviews in iTunes. Nice. We need four more to hit five hundred. And I am so excited. I'm so happy that a bunch of you stepped up and took the time to review. It, honestly, it, it made me so, so happy this morning when I logged in to see how many reviews we had. So uh, we just need four more of you guys to go ahead and review us in iTunes. We have 500. I'll be ecstatic. Uh, that was like my whole goal for 2015. And um, we're like so close to hitting it. So uh, very, very grateful to our listeners. Um, so I'm just getting that yeah. out of the way. So haven't done so, just head over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and uh, it would be so much it'll just make you, the, uh, it'll make you feel good. Yeah. And maybe since it's the season of Thanksgiving, I would like to say thank you. Thank <laughs> you for reviewing our podcast. Thank you so and much. And for being a listener. Um, <laughs> we got some 
Pokemon news for you guys. Uh, two things of news uh, here real quick. So first thing is going to apply to our Japanese listeners. Shiny Deance will be available to all Japanese Pokemon Center stores. That's going to run between December 12th to December 31st. Uh, that can be obtained only in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Uh, this is the first time ever Shiny Deance is available. Uh, I do not know if that's coming to the U.S., but um, we'll keep you in the loop if it does. Now, did you say our Japanese listener? Because we all know it's just Andrew. <laughs> just one. No, <laughs> and we might have. I, I have to check the uh, the statistics, but I do think we have a, a couple more than just Andrew in Japan. Um, okay, okay. I think we have more go. listeners in Japan than we do in China, and China's a bigger. Um, I don't know if China's big on podcasts. Maybe they are. Uh, well, it's unfortunate because we don't speak Chinese. That's so. yeah. The Mandarin, mm. I believe, is that what they, or do they write? Uh, no, they. <laughs> I believe they speak Cantonese in the majority of. Oh, I got that backwards. Mandarin is mainland China. Cantonese is southeastern and uh, the the phony China island. <laughs> Oop. Now I'm starting political international incidents. Yep. You know, the one we don't recognize as a country. China? No. <laughs> uh, Taiwan. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. We don't recognize it. You're right. Hmm. Hmm. Some big news. This is probably the biggest news of this week, I suppose. Uh, the 17th Pokemon movie. Of the two news items. Two news items. This is the bigger one. The 17th Pokemon movie. Pokemon the movie, Deansei, and the Cocoon of Destruction uh, is now available in iTunes. I believe it is $14.99. You can rent it for $4.99. Uh, it is also available on Amazon and will be released in Google Play in the near future. Uh, it is also, it was, it's scheduled for a release on DVD December 17th. So next month you can pick it up on DVD if you are still stuck in 2008. This is the first time uh, the a Pokemon movie has been distributed digitally before the DVD. So that is important to note. Um, hmm. they're, uh, like Does I said, it mean it's... they're not eligible for an Academy Award? <laughs> no, 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 not yet. Uh, so it is available on iTunes as of this recording. It's also available on Amazon, both in digital form. Uh, they also released an interactive iBook called A Pokemon Super Story, Deansei and the Cocoon of Destruction. That is also available in iTunes um, in the iBook store. It is $4.99. It is 48 pages long. It is a book based on the movie. It also includes 15 video clips from the movie. And it can be read on any device that supports iBooks, such as your Mac, your iPhone, your iPad, or your iPod Touch. So, I think this is the first and only uh, Pokemon interactive book that has been released. Um, probably, obviously, I think to appeal more towards kids. I don't know if how big the kids market in the iBook store is. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's. It does well. Seems like. Seems like it would be big. I mean, like every kid has an iPad now. Right. Or like a Kindle Fire or something. You just put a book on it and the kid can read it over and over. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, those two things are out. Um, I have not seen the Deansay movie yet. Uh, I do plan and watching it, hopefully, like when I have some time over either the Thanksgiving holiday or the Christmas holiday. I haven't watched a Pokemon movie in a while, so I want to I wanna get to one so I can criticize it. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to see if how I would get to it from Amazon, but I can't. 
I, I can see it's in there, but I can't figure out how to actually. I have the watch link it. here. Like it let me put it on my watch list, but then I don't know it how is. to actually watch it. Uh, I don't know if it's more expensive in iTunes. It said or in on Amazon, it says it's nineteen ninety nine for HD and fourteen ninety nine for standard. I didn't see two prices in iTunes, but um, I could be wrong. Well, I wanted to see if it was free with uh, Amazon Prime. So. Oh, yeah. No, I doubt that because it just came out. It is an hour and 15 minutes long, and it is a, has a 5.5 out of 10 from IMDb. So pretty hot. Pretty hot. Yeah. Movie. Hopefully uh, hopefully wins an Academy Award, but there's no promises. It deserving of one, but maybe not eligible for one. Probably, yeah. Deserving, but probably not eligible. Uh, Will, is there any new shuffle news that we should know? I have, I'm on I'm on the Pokemon Shuffle blacklist right now. They uh, actually recently released some new levels, and they have been having they're redoing the Mega Manetric Stone competition, um, but not as a timed competition, but as a I think you get 15 moves to defeat him. Uh, hmm. Rayquaza is back um, to capture him. And there's a new Delibird um, escalation battle. Okay. And he gives you present every like five levels. Mm. You get Delibird presents. And it's not that hard because it's Delibird. You know, it's not Giratina. When's Delibird mm. on um, a Sunday, so, I'm assuming? Say that again? Sunday, Delibird is assuming. Um, when he ends? Yeah. He's, yeah, he's been going on two weeks now, so. Okay, so this is. Oh no, no, he week. just he just he just started this week. So oh, so there's probably one more full so, week then after this. Yeah. Recording. Okay. You can get all the goodies from Delibird. Delibird, <laughs> he's a cool Pokemon. Delibird. And my uh, Pokemon Shuffle news is I have made it all the way up to, uh, on the main levels. Boy, I got past Chestnut, and haven't gotten too much. Further, uh, but I was kind of proud that I made it past Chestnut, so I can leave it there. All right, hmm. All still right. shuffling every day. I still play Pokemon Rumble every day. You you play the most Pokemon, man. Yeah, you're I on top played, of that. I actually traded a Pokemon uh, with somebody while we were between podcast recordings in Omega Ruby. Look at you! Oh wow constantly all i do is play pokemon i actually go to work and at my job and then i like hide my 3ds under my desk and play pokemon all day please don't tell the folks at georgetown University you should be on like a pokemon podcast or something Ugh, i should be a youtuber <laughs> yeah, you don't dudes. want that i should have a twitch stream oh i do it's terrible <laughs> uh that's because you don't show your face you gotta show your face Get really? all the guys I get a green screen, don't I? Nah. Bunch you of tryhards. Have like, yeah, have like a poster in the back or whatever. You don't yeah. have to be in. Let's have a poster of you in the back so level. that if you're ever out of the frame, they can still see you. Yeah. And also everybody will know that you respect yourself because you have a giant poster of yourself <laughs> in your room. <laughs> I don't respect myself. Uh, before we jump to our next segment, Logan. Mm-hmm. Give me the deets on how you feel about red, yellow, and blue coming to Virtual Console. Um, I I think you guys pretty much summed it up pretty well last week, but um, I think it's for a demographic of people who um, are not necessarily you know the hardcores that are listening to this podcast. 
Um, I know a ton of friends who are really excited about it. They have 3DSs. They don't really have X and Y, um, or at least some of them don't. Some of them do, but they're definitely not hardcore players, but they remember X or, um, Red, Blue, and Yellow really fondly. So I think they're super excited to, to play it on the virtual console. I know three or four of my... Well, I mean, I posted that I was excited about it on Facebook, and a lot of people liked that that post. So I assume that it's kind of a it's kind of a bigger draw than you might think. That's what I think about it. <laughs> I also yeah. think I might get it, but I am super disappointed if they don't do anything with a bank. I'd be really sad if they didn't do anything with bank. Well, actually somebody in our Slack channel mentioned and I hadn't thought of this um that they might create a Pokemon transporter like they did for black and white. Oh yeah. Uh, so that you can transport things up and I mean that sounds reasonable to me. Yeah, I I mean I I don't I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility. I also think like I believe Travis said um I don't see a reason why they wouldn't include battling if they did include trading. It may not be as as what they chose to hype for whatever reason, but like why would they not include that too? <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could see not not using bank because it would be a different Pokemon, but they've dealt with that before. Like, you know, if um, it's just weird that they didn't say like, hey, we restored trading and battling like they specifically honed in on trading. Yeah, you're right. And and that is an odd choice for them. And usually they do choose words very carefully. But I don't know. I'm just hoping that they'll they'll still be battles. And also, like, I, I mean, Lots of Pokemon have changed, so I don't really get the argument that their stats are totally different from if you put them up to Pokemon Bank. Like, they can just randomly roll everything because yeah, I'm fine yeah, with that. Yeah, but that's still not the same Pokemon that you caught. I'm I'm still adamant about that. Yeah, there was a, I was <laughs> actually going to bring that up because there was a listener who posted pretty much something along that the lines of, like, at the end of your journey in Red and Blue, it's not like you're not really honed into that Pokemon in red and blue because of its stats. You're honed in onto it because you nicknamed it. You caught it at a certain time. You remembered it and right. you don't want it. You don't, we're not moving it through bank because we want to use it competitively. We want to move it through bank because we want to move our experience and our time with that Pokemon over. And so we can exactly. look back and go, Oh sweet. I remember when I remember February of 2016, when I spent two whole weekends with my blastoids and <laughs> now he's in my bank and nope, I'm not going to use him. But in five years, I'm going to look back and I'm going to be like 2016. This was my Blastoids 2.0. This was my, <laughs> this is like my memory of the re-release of the game. And now I can, you know, carry that on. Cause like that person, I'm really, really sorry. It was in our Slack. It was a really good point. I can't, I'm like looking through Slack right now. I'm trying to like find it, but it's like, <laughs> we're not transferring it because of the stats, the stats are irrelevant. Just roll whatever. It's just like, here is my Pokemon that I spent the time with. And now he yeah. probably wasn't safe. Nick. It, it was not <laughs> Nick, but like he's safe in bank. And that's like, <laughs> that's, that's one of my favorite, favorite thing about bank is like, I've had cartridges. I've seen people lose cartridges. I've seen people with damaged cartridges. Like it happens. And it's not yeah. like, Oh, I lost. It's, it's not so much like, Oh, I lost my super IV bread Pokemon there. It's, I lost all my Pokemon. Right. Yeah. And, um, and, and I really like, I, when I realized that some Pokemon in Pokemon bank, I I've had, like, I've had these Pokemon for 10 years. That was like a really big deal to me. And not that any of them matter to 
competitive battling or even to like like I wouldn't use them in the game anymore, but it just like means a lot that they I've had these Pokemon for ten years. And, yeah, and I, I, I think think no I, did, uh, I think I did a poor job of trying to get that point across because there was so much to talk about that I think that kind of got lost in the yeah in the shuffle. Yeah. But like that's really what I was trying to sell. That's what really I was trying to sell the listeners. Like I do strongly believe these games should be in virtual console, just like the original Mario, just like Ice Climbers, just like all the other games. It's just like they they touched it in a way to make it modern. But like the touch that I would want is Pokemon Bank. Whether or not you think that is right or wrong, like to me, the most important thing about Pokemon is not the stats. It's not how many IVs they have. It's just the important thing to Pokemon about me is bringing that Pokemon on my journey throughout the rest of the games. Um, yeah. And so like, and uh, you're going to well, make me. I was going to say, I, I've had a follow up realization that I think that uh, there's not going to be Wi-Fi trading and uh, like internet-based trading and battling. If they have battling, it's only going to be local. Yeah. Because I remember that that requires a server and like they don't even run the trading and battling servers for black and white any longer. Yeah, I so thought I, I mentioned that last week said, that I, be- I believed that the Wi-Fi was only going to be local. Um, yeah. I, I disagreed with you then, but now I agree with you. So there you go. it's hard to be excited when I wanted a specific thing out of the remakes and they didn't <laughs> deliver on that. And if they make Pokemon trans like transporter work, oh my god, I, I would pay thirty dollars for broken Pokemon <laughs> Red with bank support, and that bank support gave me random Pokemon rolls when I moved it up because I don't don't care about the rolls. I just care about bringing the time investment po- the time I put into a Pokemon over. So in like ten years, I'm gonna be like. I remember February of 2016. Yep, I'm the same way. That's secretly why I brought Logan on to back me. Actually, I didn't know what Logan was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll we'll see uh, if if they say anything else about Pokemon Bank uh, or not Pokemon Bank, uh, the virtual console games. Um, I said on Twitter. I don't know if I said last week, but um, Pokemon setting up for a real strong 2016. Uh, we're getting. Pokemon Big Cross, the uh, next month. I'm really December. excited about that. Yep, we're yeah. getting Pokemon Tournament sometime in quarter one. Uh, we're, we're getting the re the re releases of Red, Blue, Yellow in February, and then mm-hmm. we have uh, Pokemon Go somewhere on the horizon in 2016. The most excited about that. <laughs> oh man! And uh, without a doubt, uh, I'm assuming we are getting. A sequel of some sort to Pokemon X and Y uh, in fall of next year with a September or with a spring announcement leading into fall. So, Will, I want to join your your cross-country quest when Pokemon Go comes out. All right. (laughs) We can fit four people in my car. Nice. Cruise around. Speaking of cruising around, we're going to cruise and take a quick break. And then when we come back, we have uh, item of the week and Pokemon of the week. Spoiler, it is the same. (laughs) Uh, We'll be right back.
And we are back from our break uh, to bring you guys uh, po- item item of the week. We haven't done this in a while, but um, since there wasn't a lot of news, figured we'd throw it in. Uh, doing this, doing this late at night, so we're trying to get through. Um, this week's item of the week from PokemonCenter.com. Again, PokemonCenter.com does not sponsor us, but if they want to send us free plushes to review, more than happy. <laughs> we'll write a really oh, let nice me give review. out my address. That could spur them along. <laughs> that, there you go. Uh, <laughs> this uh, this item of the week is the Vulpix Pokey Plush Standard Size 7 Inches. It has five reviews. It is twelve ninety nine at PokemonCenter.com. It is a newer item. I think we mentioned it last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mm-hmm. Vulpix Pokey Plush has the cutest nose and snout and a charming curling tail, a Pokemon Center original plush that pairs well with its evolved form, Ninetales. It is mm-hmm. for ages four years and up, made in China. Uh, 0.21 American pounds. Will, do you want to read the features? I certainly do. Number one. It is so cute and hot right now. You get it? It's hot right now because it's a fire type. Vulpix Poke Plush is ready to go exploring. And number three, it's a Pokemon Center original. Those are cool features. You couldn't couldn't get it in another place. Well, I don't know if ready to go exploring is actually a a feature feature because that's, you know, imparting will onto an inanimate object. It's like a statement. That's not a feature. Yeah, it is. It's ready. Like you can pick it up and go on an adventure. (laughs) It's like a soylent. You just pick it up and take it with you. Yeah, the soylent's ready to go. Sprinkle some cinnamon on it and you're good to go. Yeah. Um, too much let's give work. it a little tinkle. <laughs> if, you, if you want to catch oh, a Vulpix and name it Tinkle, please tweet at us, Pokemon Podcast <laughs> on Twitter. We will retweet any Vulpixes named Tinkle. Nine tails, though, no, no deal. A uh, <laughs> couple of reviews here. There are five. We will read three of them. Uh, Logan, do you want to you wanna read the first one? or Wait, which one do I want to read? Three, four... The first one. one. I obviously want to read the fifth. No, I'm okay. I'm gonna read the first one. The reviewer is Rick M. Murkrow. That's his nickname. He's from Detroit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really happy with my plush. It's quite large for a normal size Poke plush. As always with Pokemon Center plushes, it's soft, well sewn, with no loose strings or holes. A perfect companion for collectors or children alike. Before the before the only plush I was able to snag of Vulpix was the KFC plush, which with its own charm, which with its own charm is nice, but it's really nice to have an accurate looking plush. It's much higher quality than the needlework on the tail. Oh, and the needlework on the tail is very impressive, even for Poke plushes. I recommend you pick this one up while you still can. <laughs> There's a lot in this review. I really, yeah, he's he went in depth. I uh, I have all the KFC plushes too, and they are awesome. I, I, I how okay. Back up a second. We I did not know that there was going to be a KFC reference uh, in this yeah. review. <laughs> Since we definitely probably talked about KFC last week or the week before. A couple of weeks ago, yep. And how it's better mm-hmm. than Popeye's. And how there was a dugong. It's not, how it's what? not better than Popeye's. <laughs> not and how all better. Is number Man, one. I, was, I was yelling at my iPad. Uh, bleh, my iPhone. Because Popeye's is so clearly better than KFC. And I feel like 
Like I was personally attacked when you said it wasn't. All right. I mean, so, KFC is fine if you like bland things. No, 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 no. First off, I had KFC today and it was excellent. So <laughs> I think the problem, okay, the problem with Popeyes is I have a Popeyes and a KFC right across the street from each other, like four blocks down. Unfortunately, the only problem with Popeyes is that it's too delicious. Maybe. I don't want to go there too often. So unfortunately, four blocks down means like the bad side of Milwaukee. <laughs> where like you feel like you're gonna get shot if you're sitting like the drive-throughs have like the security glass to like hand oh you your God. food like like and I can exaggerate a bit but I'm not exaggerating that these two fine chicken establishments are just not in a good neighborhood. Hmm. Now I've been to both the bad Popeyes and the bad KFC and I've had poor experiences at both. But when I go to hmm. lunch out in the suburbs of Milwaukee. And I go all the way to Oconomowoc. That town has 11 O's in it. Um, <laughs> they have a really nice KFC. And it's always really good. I had a really soft biscuit today. I love bread. Um, I just need to find a nice Popeye's. That's, I think that is the problem. Yeah. Yep, you do. And then I can... Yep, because they have better biscuits than KFC does. And the but biscuits I had the, the time I had Popeye's biscuits. were very hard. Like they were baked twice. Ugh. Yeah, that's so no sorry. good. Um so sorry for your Papa's experience. But you have the K you said you have the KFC Pokemon plushes. Aren't those like a decade old? They're really old. They're they came bad. out when they're yeah, 20 years they're, old. they're twenty years old, yeah. Because they came out really soon after the games came out. They were they were one of the first things I got. They came out before the Burger King things, too. That's cool. Yeah. Are they in good condition? Yeah, I mean, I just kind of set them on my uh, mantle. I didn't do anything with them, so they're they're in pretty great condition, actually. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a good review, yeah. though, from uh, Rick the Murkrow. Yeah, the uh, M stands for Murkrow. <laughs> well, do you want to read the next one? Uh, sure. I was counting the number of O's in Oconomowoc, and it's five. No, um, it's definitely eleven. <laughs> You're spelling it wrong. <laughs> This is one of the cutest things ever from Latias Lover. Latias is best. She's from Macomb, Michigan. So the first one was from Detroit, and the second one is from Macomb. And here's your little trivia for the day. I live two blocks north of Macomb Street in Washington, D.C. This Vulpix Mm. is super soft. Her tails are sewn together. She's a bit small, but a fair size. Because she's quite Hmm. small, it's harder to hold, so she's nice as a decoration to put on a shelf or on a bed. She is super cute, and her tail and the fur on her head is super soft, and so is the rest of the body. This plushie is an amazing plush. Smiley face! (laughs) See, she said it was too small. Like, she went, she said several things about it being too small, but, um... But fair. Small but fair. Small but fair. But Rick said that it was very large, like a it's quite large for a normal. I mean, the description says that it's seven inches. Yeah. And it looks really wide because of all them tails. Well, I mean, all those tails. Yeah. All them tails. <laughs> all them tails. Well, I don't understand why Rick has one out of two people found this review helpful. I thought Rick's review was very helpful. Yeah, I thought so too. He also referenced the KFC plushes, meaning he is a hardcore chicken and Pokemon fan. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he's not really a chicken fan if he's eating KFC. So <laughs> let's leave that open for debate. <laughs> it's true. The five dollar Philip. Well, hey, I I will say that I went to KFC for the explicit purpose of getting those plushes, and then I went to a Popeyes and ate. All right, one one more review. We have five reviews here, but we can't tackle all five. We're, we we have a time limit on the show. Um, so last review is four out of 33 people found the following review helpful. Uh, five out of five Pokeballs titled, I love poke apostrophe mon. Reviewer, Togepi lover. Togepi lover. <laughs> Kansas City, Missouri. The crowd goes wild. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, you guys don't know the the effort we put in prior to the show to find a Togepi Lover review. It was quite the effort. I think they've been purged. Uh, <laughs> we were very worried that they purged him from PokemonCenter.com, but we found him. We found it. Uh, so the review goes, I think this Vulpix is so cute. Vulpix is a fire type and evolves into Ninetales with a firestone. Vulpix is known as the Fox Poke apostrophe mod. I love Vulpix. <laughs> Yes, this review was helpful to me. Boom. <laughs> Indeed. Um, there we go, guys. That is that is your item of the week. If you like Vulpix, go ahead and uh, head over to PokemonCenter.com. Uh, we mentioned this before, but they do offer free shipping over fifty dollars now. And, hmm. So you can get the Vulpix and the Nine Tails. There you go. You probably just need one more plush though to push it over fifty. And a chess pin because you <laughs> Actually, can never have enough chess pins. You need you need four four plushes. Yeah, I think three plushes me. brings you to like forty eight dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you're gonna need you're gonna need to step your plush game up if you want free shipping. Well, get the N Nendoroid. Uh that just yeah, that just came out the N Nendroid. Fifty bucks. And now. what's interesting to me is that um, Togepi lover. Uh, reviewed the N Nendoroid. Was it today? Today, today. Oh, only on review top of things. Togepi. Lover. We could have found Togepi Lover so fast if we just would have clicked on the like main featured item. Wow. But we'll save that review till next time. <laughs> um, uh, that leads us into our Pokemon of the week. Uh, if you were paying attention earlier, you would have figured out that. Our Pokemon of the week is Vulpix. Who is the Fox Pokemon? And uh, if you didn't know, Togepi <laughs> Lover, Togepi Lover. <laughs> laid it out that uh, you need a Firestone to evolve into Ninetales. <laughs> He's so helpful. Right. Or she. right. He or she. Um, I'll read a little biology for you uh, here. Vulpix has a flame inside its body that never goes out, and it is con- capable of manipulating fire to such a precision as it creates floating wisps of flame. When its temper, when the temperature outside increases, it will expel flames from its mouth to prevent its body from overheating. Vulpix is known to faint injury to escape from its opponents. It is too powerful to defeat. Vulpix can mostly be found. Commonly in grassy plains. There you go. Vulpix yeah. is uh we have moveset for Vulpix for all you uh 
people who love base set totals of two ninety nine. <laughs> well, I assume we'd want it for nine tails, right? The fully evolved version. No, no, are we not getting... no, 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 no. We're not doing Volpe. that. This is a Little's Cup. It's a Little's Cup. Yeah, this is a Little Cup. You ever get the? You ever look at a Pokemon and you go, that Pokemon looks like a boy, like a male Pokemon, no matter what. I don't. I get that feeling about Vulpix on the female side. It looks like well, that's why. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That to me, Vulpix just seems like I'd want. I want a girl Vulpix. It's one of. It's very rare that uh, a Pokemon is seventy five percent female and twenty five percent male. It's normally the opposite. Um, True. Vulpix. Vulpix is that. Vulpix is that. Yeah. Um, Vulpix has two abilities: uh, Flash Fire and a hidden one as Drought. Um, I pulled up a move set for you guys here. Um, pulled up a choice scarf move set with the uh, ability drought, and the nature being modest, put all your EVs into speed. Uh, have your Vulpix know fire blast, uh, mm-hmm. hidden power, uh, rock is preferred, uh, energy ball, and then you got a toss up between overheat or flamethrower. I guess it depends if wow. you're doing doubles or singles here. Yeah, I mean, if it's a, this is actually a pretty strong Pokemon for the little cup because I mean, it can it can make it sunny day and then use flamethrower. It's that's pretty great. Yeah, but its um, defense is so incredibly low that one rock slide will not make it flinch. It will just make it faint. Well, that's why you have to put your <laughs> EVs in the speed because you're gonna outspeed anything that's rock. And then use your uh, your grass power, right? Because yeah, it had energy ball, so you can just do energy ball and kill them before they rock slide you. That's right. For this little cup, right. <laughs> why not? I'll try that. <laughs> little cup, I think, but, is really interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and fire types are nice because they resist fairy. Oh yeah, yeah. fairy exists. <laughs> uh Man, they just they ruined the shiny Vulpix in X and Y and Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. It's like a pale red, but in prior generations, it was like a bright Pikachu yellow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. It was like a golden sort of deal. Yeah. Bummer. Now it's just <laughs> like, it's like green. It's yeah, like, it's like tarnished. A, they lost uh, pixel density with the 3D. Oh. Hmm. That's a bummer. Um. Yeah, maybe it looks better in game than it does on the website. Or, uh, in the beta of Pokemon Red and Blue, uh, Vulpix was listed as Foxfire. Hmm. Or maybe some call it Firefox. <laughs> People still use Firefox. Is that still a viable web browser? I mean, I use it. I, I use it a lot. Yeah, I use it oddly to to do my job, which is web design. Uh, I should definitely be using Chrome, but uh, I catch a lot of errors that nobody else caught because they exist <laughs> in Firefox only. <laughs> well, that, that's kind of the problem here is most of those computer issues are Firefox only. It's either Firefox. Well, most of the time it's some version of Internet Explorer or whatever IE 11 is. Um, edge. Edge. Yeah, Edge. Uh, Vulpix can be seen parallel to Growlithe. Both are Generation 1 Pokemon that evolve via the Firestorm. Vulpix is exclusive to Green, Blue, and Silver, uh, where Growlithe is exclusive to Red, Gold, and the Japanese Blue. Um, obviously, there was a they had three games there. 
Growlithe has a 75 chance 75 chance of being male. Vulpix has a 75 chance of being female. Both share the same field A groups. Both can have the ability Flash Fire. Both have yellow shinies from Generation 3 on. It needs to be updated saying that X and Y <laughs> ruined that. Uh, <laughs> both are totally rad. <laughs> both are based on canines as well as Japanese folklore. Um, Vulpix is based on the fox and the Kitsune? 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 Kitsune, Kitsune and- like uh, the Kitsune Maison dance mixes that I was listening into and spinning last night. There you go. Growlithe is from the dog and the Shia Shisha. Shisha. I wasn't that off. Vulpix is the only Pokemon with the base stat total of 299. Vulpix and Ninetales same the sh- share the same category with Fennekin, Braxian, and Delphox. They're all known as the Fox Pokemon. Vulpix has the lowest HP of all Fire-type Pokemon. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> and uh, there you go. Vulpix has uh, six tails, in case you did not know how many tails he or she had. Do you think that those three little curls on its head migrate down its body when it evolves and form the other three tails? Oh, awesome. <laughs> and there's another um trivia here that says that um the kitsune of Japanese legend uh live a long time and then they take on spirit forms. And if anybody remembers one of the episodes of uh the Pokemon cartoon had a uh nine tails that was kind of like it was in this mansion and they showed up and it was like kind of like they were trapping trapped in this mansion and it just turned out that the nine tails owner had gone away and probably died when it had gone away so it was just trying to like lure people in um but it was actually a spirit nine tails as well from what i recall yeah i see such a tragic tale one of those spooky pokemon episodes like the one where ash is like spirit was pulled out of his body by Gengar and he was like having fun and I'm like dude you're dead (laughs) (laughs) that guy killed you (laughs) oh man Man. you guys have anything else on non-tails I guess so Uh, yeah I don't don't have anything else I don't don't know if it's in Pokemon Shuffle or not Vulpix yeah yeah, Vulpix is. Uh, I don't know. I don't have my 3DS to I check. I don't either. think it is yet. I could be wrong. Um, well, that's all we have for you guys this week. Um, if you want to hear more of the three of our voices, like I said, we were all on the 10th episode of the Tuesday Night Podcast, so you can check that out. Talk about some games we're going to bring to Thanksgiving. If uh, <laughs> you care to eat... Or enjoy turkey. That's don't eat turkey while playing precious, precious board games. You'll get it on your cards. Yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, feel free to eat as much turkey as you want while playing your 3DS because that thing wipes off clean pretty easily. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, awesome! Well, Logan, where can our listeners find you? I'm uh, at Logan Jenkins on Twitter. Uh, I also do an ASMR podcast. If you uh, have trouble sleeping or want to relax or just want to know what the heck that is, you know, it's weird. Go check it out. It's ASMR newscast. I should probably say that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's it's a very cool podcast. 
Uh, <laughs> Will, where can they find you? Uh, well, besides Twitter, where I'm washing the sink, I think they should all um, sign up for our Patreon so that they can join the Slack community, where I'm very active and always bringing up weird topics and disagreeing with everybody. And <laughs> uh, we are having an upcoming competition that's just a friendly competition that I will be participating in. So if you've ever sat back and said, hmm, I really wish I could battle Will Anderson in a Pokemon competition... Uh, this would be your opportunity, and it's just a dollar a month. Dollar a month. Uh, is that bracket full, or is it closing on Friday? I think. Uh, it's closing on Friday, but I think if people beg, they can probably still get in because we've got like seventeen people in the competition, and uh, it goes better if we have an even number of people. Hmm. So if this comes out on like Saturday, then somebody could probably ask to get in on Sunday. Right. Yeah um okay cool so yeah check that out and uh who's who's been hosting those tournaments Has oh, lots of different people yeah i yeah, thought that be- was more than one people come up with an idea for a tournament and then we kind of all discuss when is the appropriate time to start it given the other tournaments that are going on so this one's the generations tournament one pokemon from each generation and you know it works out because there have been six generations of pokemon um but there was a uh, like a gym leader's uh, competition where everybody had like monotype teams um and then there was a singles competition and of course the original the slacking which was regular vgc rules and had a sweet awesome trophy it mm-hmm. did yep awesome well yeah cool yeah our slack community is there you can go over to patreon.com slash it's super effective to sign up um and yeah you can follow me on twitter it is at dragging a lake you can follow the podcast at Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. We're on Facebook, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Facebook. We're everywhere. So uh, you probably know that by now. But if you are a new listener and uh, you're looking to find out more, probably the Twitter is the best place at Pokemon Podcast on Twitter. Otherwise, uh, have a safe and fun holiday weekend. If uh, if you're listening to that anytime. Thank you all for listening. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are super finished Thursday night.